You just jump right in. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Okay. I'm professional. You know? Yeah. You are professional. <laughs> All right, so this is episode 33, mm-hmm. and you are... I'm Valerie Krampus. I'm Casey Chris Kringle, and we have a special guest mm-hmm. in our studio, and that is... Introduce uh, yourself. My name is Lil Baby Jesus. <laughs> All right. I'm, we are lucky to have Lil mm-hmm. Baby Jesus mm-hmm. here. Yes, this we is are. my favorite holiday, because it's when I was born. Oh, it's your birthday. Do you think you don't get as many gifts because it's your birthday and it's Christmas? Um, no, I make sure of that. <laughs> okay. Because I just smile. I, you know, well, you see my smile. I get a lot of gifts. A lot. What was your favorite? Was it frankincense, myrrh, or what, what was, was the, the third one? one? What was the third one? Uh, I think it was um, something no one cares d- about. Divinity. Gold. <laughs> My grandma made this really good divinity. I think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Divinity. Go. Divinity. The yeah. gift was divinity. All right. Okay. This is the podcast. Nothing's, Nothing's too weird. Okay, so thank you for being here. This is Zach Lint, or also known as Lil Baby Jesus, mm-hmm. also known as Coolsy, mm-hmm. and Cosmo's got a bag. Cosmo's opening his presents early. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> so, Zach, you are on tour. I am. I actually just, uh, the tour that I'm on right now just ended this weekend. So. Oh, okay. so how long have you been gone? Oh, this one was only 10 days, but I've, I've got another 10-day tour in January, and then I've got a month-long tour uh, mid starts mid-February and ends mid-March. Awesome. Wow. So, where can people find out about this? This is plugging early. Oh, oh early plugs? Yeah. Um, well, you can find everything from me at coolz.net, C-O-O-L-Z-E-Y.net, because I... Like, basically, I know everybody has their favorite places they like to find things out, you know, yeah. like Friendster and MySpace mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I spend a and, lot of time uh, there. Uh, so I just yeah, made yeah. a list all along the side of all the things, you know. Nice. Like iTunes and all Spotify the and RDO and Last.fm and SoundCloud and Bandcamp and mm, People all can the do things. everything there. So all you the can things. click on whatever one you like, whatever special that place that you like to spend all very your time handy. and there very will be handy. a cool z corner there for you okay that's super handy that's yeah, great so way to internet zach mm-hmm. yeah, i'm pretty savvy with that kind of stuff. <laughs> i try to stay on top of things um so how's the how did the tour go great it was awesome i got to go on tour with a friend of mine that i have been wanting to go on tour with for a while um copyright who yeah. is a uh mc from columbus ohio kind of known for his battle rap styles but he and i have been working on a punk rock project together uh Um, which we also got to have our first recording session in iowa city with on monday um called arguing with idiots uh, awi awi yeah Yeah. will that flow into the coolz.net 
Oh, everything does. Okay. Everything does. Um, I mean, then there's Google. You know about yeah. Google, right? <laughs> I haven't heard of this. Just Google Cozy <laughs> and you can find it. Okay. Or Google, really, you know, the cool thing about Google is you can just put whatever word you want in there and find and then you're out gonna everything show up. you want about it. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know about Google, really right? Mean. I'm not, no, I I'm haven't. I'm not just. Uh, no. You're lying. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> you're lying. Um, you can put anything in there and it tells you about it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yep. That's the word on the street. That's pretty yeah. <laughs> Now, uh, on your tour, have you ever seen people that take children on tour? I, th- I didn't. Before you said on tour, I just thought you were going to say take children. <laughs> like, <laughs> steal them in your tour van. <laughs> and uh, I was, I mean, he was going to say you have a pretty crazy impression about what touring is. I mean... <laughs> Beyond sex, drugs, and rock and roll, there's actual it's black market child trafficking. child trafficking going on. Um, to take children on tour, I have not seen that yet. No, well, I don't, I'm going to tell you. Scott and I were on tour for three days with a band, pretty much to watch the child. And wow, I'll tell you what, they believe that child was having a good time. Oh, whoops, that's all right. Oh, double double whammy. They thought that kid was having a good time. And they told people he just loves touring, but <laughs> he really didn't seem to be having that really? good of a time. Mm. So, I mean, maybe maybe mm. I don't know what he seems like when he's having a good time. Yeah. I don't know. I, I really don't know. <laughs> like, where do you sleep when you go on tour? Do you just sleep at like strangers' houses? Uh, uh, some very sometimes I've tried. I mean. We usually, I mean, hotels are preferred, you know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we. Um, you know, a lot of the time they'll get a hotel for us. It just depends on See, the venue, and normal. it depends on the. Mm-hmm. Uh, we tr- I always try to ask for a hotel, but it's sometimes people don't want to give you a hotel, and so you're like, "Well, can you provide us a place to sleep?" And if so, can these days I pretty much just like politely ask for it to be a place with Wi-Fi that's clean and it's not a party house, that's and good. where and uh, and where we're not sleeping on the floor. You know, we'll even we'll even sleep on a couch. Yeah, uh, it doesn't have to be a bed. It doesn't have to be our own room. Mm-hmm. But you know, I that's like the cru- I figured I'm trying to find a happy medium here because a lot of places they're like, hell no, I ain't gonna get you yeah. a hotel, you fucking diva. Oh, uh, can we curse? <laughs> I, yeah, uh, yeah, okay. And then uh, and then there's a uh, you know, so you're like, even though it's only forty dollars and you're not yeah. gonna get a hotel, okay, whatever. Anyways, can you give us a place to sleep? Uh, you know. Bef- so I don't have to like go around asking friends in every town yeah. to impose on them, and if so, can it be like you know a quiet place with uh, that's clean and yeah. with Wi-Fi so that we can work, you know, mm-hmm. and that you know catches a little more uh, people that can help help out. Well, but then there's some people that, that are not just what like was going on on this tour, and it was yeah a disaster. Well, I used to tour that way. For, <laughs> pre- I used plenty of have times if I got on tour where we had absolutely no plan. Yeah, but. Um, I don't know. Some people are really good at finding, like, sniffing out the perfect place to p- stay yeah. after a show. And some people just don't give a crap. It just depends on your standards, really. Yeah. You know? Did you, were, was the kids sleeping on the floor during the tour you went on? Mm. Well, <laughs> that's you, an interesting and uh, kind of maybe uh, legal, <laughs> legal it was discussion. In like a pen thing, playpen or whatever. In a play pen. Mm-hmm. It. He was in a playpen. Okay. It was okay. not an it. Okay. <laughs> he was. And, are you allowed to name the name of this band? I'll oh. tell you after okay. the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
And but I'll tell you, one of the houses was in Chicago, and it was yeah. called Big Forever, and it was a disaster nightmare. Yeah, Chicago house, and then this kid's running around, and I'm like. Okay, well, this is unacceptable. <laughs> I think if you don't set criteria up ahead of time, you're more, you're very likely uh, on tour to come across a uh, a, a substandard, yeah, uh, below par operation as far as a place to stay at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. So having a child in those, you know, there's probably going to be smoke. There's going to be mm-hmm. smoke involved, drugs. There's going to be loud, loud people. Yeah, there's going to be probably uh, unprotected sex happening all around, you know. So I would think that short of a crack house, like, you know, yeah. you can't find a more dirty, uh, loud I, know, place for a child to be than I a, concur after, with after all show. of that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not standard operating procedure. Not really. in my life. I've okay, never seen a good. child on tour, no. Thank that's God. Good. That's good. I've seen, do- I've seen <laughs> dogs. And yeah. every once in a while I've seen a cat. A cat that lives in a van, yeah, like a really docile cat. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, they can do that. All right, but that'd be kind of fun. Yeah, that's crazy. But you, you set some standards, so it all kind of is not. I try, but then you know, every place is different. Yeah, so you just have people that just cannot believe that you're asking for what you're asking, even though all you're asking for is just the most minor of comforts. But uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what her husband does, like a comedy fest mm-hmm. in town, and then all the comedians come in town, and they're just... They're like, hey, where am I going to stay? And I'm like, not with us. Because <laughs> <laughs> they'll be all over your floor and couches, mm-hmm. and then... That's why I highly encourage people, if they book people, to really just consider the extra 40 50 bucks and getting yeah. a cheap hotel room. Mm-hmm. It's not that much more. Just when you're... When you're uh, when you're doing the contract at the beginning, mm-hmm. if they're asking for a certain amount of money, just take fifty bucks off that and get yeah. them a freaking hotel room. It's that so is easy. A good Please, idea. people. That's my that's my solid advice. That's my plea to anybody that books people. And I think if you're not doing that, what are you doing to people's lives? Yeah, <laughs> you're ruining it because I've seen it and I feel like <laughs> that ruins lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, all right, we're gonna move on to <laughs> just Ivy. You're back into you're in Iowa now. Ivy, Ivy, Ivy. There's a helpful smile in every eye. Oh, that's nice. I think that we should. Ivy should give us money now for that yeah. song. For that, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, I've noticed a dynamic at the registers now, where the cashier and the bagger have a real flirtatious relationship and I don't know if it's flirting with every beggar that comes up yeah. or if they have their certain cashiers that they hang out with hmm. but they've got a real you know I never noticed that is it Johnston Hivey? yeah mm-hmm. so it's all the high school kids like the Johnston high school kids I didn't ever think about that but now that you say that there's something happening yeah between I them. think it's probably a local relationship yeah, uh, like between this developing, you know, and there's probably within the Ivy, there's the cool kids and the uncool oh, kids. Oh God, yes. it's like high school all over. Oh, but definitely at work. <laughs> yeah. Can I talk Non-stop. about something related to Ivy? Yeah. 
Yes. Have you guys noticed how scary uh, semi trucks are that have the high V people employees on the side of them? <laughs> the giant heads. Oh They're God. so poorly done and in your face and large. Like yeah. I've almost wrecked before, but I, I've just been driving and then like glanced to the side and seen the huge toothy grandma smiling in my face and just like almost swerved off the road. Do you think that they're excited to be on the side That's of the truck? Or do you think they're like, I don't oh, I do that. not want my giant head on this side my of the truck? My giant, That's bald, pale head on this side yeah, of the semi. Are they forced into it? I don't know. I what, if, what if they Do you think they excited? pay them? Do you think they pay them? They better. I hope. Do you think they get royalties? Like every time they <laughs> drive by a car. <laughs> Every time somebody sees their uh, face. Every so- time someone turns and gets scared, yeah. they get a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I see those faces, I just feel like I can't tear my eyes away. No. Study I know. It's like, you know? it's horrible. You just it's horrific. look at the face, like, and it's so big. You just see everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I wouldn't want that. No. no. I hate that pictures of terrible. myself as hard enough. Let alone blown they up on a They would have semi. to clear it with them, though, right? Yeah, I would think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think they probably, working. beforehand, they're like, we'll, we'll pick the picture we like, and you sign this contract that says that, and they're like, And they're okay. just like, there you go, and you see it, and you, you may or may not be like... I mean, how many <laughs> Hy-Vee employees do you think have their whole life figured out to the point where it's like, I need to see that before I clear it. You know? <laughs> Actually, can you run that by my agent? Um, just send I don't a, want to end up send on a copies semi to my day. agent. And I'll meet in with them in the office, you know. I got stuff to do, guys. <laughs> I know you guys are trying to get me on a semi. I've got to get someone to look this over. So that's just something I've noticed. Yeah. The high school kids are really... It's a, a forum for there. romance. It's it a, is. It is. Yeah. It definitely is. And do you think that they're like, I've got to, you know, be the bagger on this lane. She's working this lane, like oh, fighting each yes. other to yes. bag on that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I bet. Oh, wow. Absolutely. It's a different society. It's like yeah. a high V society yeah. they've built. Um, I think I'm banned from endorsing people on LinkedIn. I don't know if you guys are on LinkedIn. No, I'm not. But well, tell me. It's a social network. I don't know if you have it plugged into your Coolsy page, but... I don't. I mean, uh, here's my... Let me just tell you, I don't know what it means to endorse somebody on LinkedIn, but uh, let me say that um, before you you go into it, just so you know what I can can comment on. LinkedIn, to me, all I know about it is I joined it once, I think, to try to get a job, and then then I started receiving notifications upon notifications. (laughs) That people are looking at your profile? uh, And you couldn't, like... I couldn't figure out how to just shut off the notifications, so finally I got fed up. And I started asking my friends about it, yeah. and they told me that it was like almost like viral. Like You couldn't get rid of LinkedIn once you joined. You can't not. quit it. And, and I actually have a friend, my friend, uh, I think maybe this is the second time I've shouted her out on a podcast, and I hope I'm not saying, I hope I'm not misrepresenting her, but I think I remember her telling me, my friend Brandy Brown in L.A., that she actually sent like some sort of cease and desist to LinkedIn. To LinkedIn. To, so that they would stop sending our notifications, <laughs> and uh, I haven't done that, <laughs> but I still get uh, you know notifications every once in a while um, from LinkedIn, and I don't know anything about. It. I don't use it. I know that it's something that you can utilize, and some people do yeah, use it. I don't. I'm. But what? So tell me about <laughs> endorsements, so I can know okay, know so why you got banned. I don't really because I'm sure many of your <laughs> listeners are LinkedIn <laughs> participants. They might be LinkedIn to me. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Probably. LinkedIn to me. It's. What do they say on there, Scott? Like, 
they want to join your professional network on LinkedIn. That's what the email says. It's like, sure, who uh-huh. cares? Join my professional mm-hmm. network. So I'll just accept people and I'm not doing anything on there. Mm-hmm. But people give each other endorsements. Like they'll give me endorsements for like art direction and copywriting and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But then I started, you know, because it's boring. So I'm like, I'm going to have fun with LinkedIn. So I started leaving people weird endorsements, like secrets and CIA and like, you know, like, like just really strange endorsements, like the weirdest things I could find, like trapeze and stuff and just Mm -hmm. throwing them out there. And people were loving them and accepting them. People were endorsing me for toilets and you can endorse people on there for organized crime. Wow. So I'm endorsed for organized crime on there. No way. But now... Because I think they saw Maybe this Maybe that's girl's... what got you banned, the organized crime thing. <laughs> I think they were like, this girl's having too much fun with this professional network. Shut her down. Because yeah. these endorsements are not real, and she is a disgrace to endorsements. Oh, my yeah. God. Well, they've got to be able to tolerate a certain amount of bullshit if they allow yeah. those kind of things, you know? Yeah, why is organized like, where crime... Does, where's the line drawn? That's yeah. what I want to know. Because yeah. not everything comes up. Like, you can start to type things, and not everything comes up. But yeah. organized crime comes up, and so does toilets. Wouldn't you feel, like, really uh, mm-hmm. poor about your life if your actual real, literal profession doesn't come up on LinkedIn? You're like, <laughs> but so I'm my real. Profession, but I do this for a real living. I'm a professional. But, but LinkedIn won't endorse it, you know? Someone said something in a meeting once, and they were like, well, I saw they connected on LinkedIn, as if it was, like, gossip. And uh-huh. I'm like, doesn't everyone just connect with everyone on LinkedIn? What? But she's not on like Facebook or anything. So mm-hmm. I think she was like, this is serious and we've got to look into mm-hmm. why they are connecting on LinkedIn. Hmm. It's office stuff. Mm-hmm. I got a bunch of emails from LinkedIn and I'm not even signed up for it. It's like a virus. Yeah, because your friends are like, yeah, it is really. You got to get on there. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get on Oh, God, it's fun. <laughs> it's not fun. But it exists, so I'm on it. Well, yeah, you actually actually made me. Um, I said actually twice because it <laughs> totally uh, want, made me want to you know explore LinkedIn more. Yeah, so maybe I I'll, mean, I'll go take advantage of the fact. Yeah, you use endorsements because I can't. Okay, you should go on there. Actually, if you me want for some things, I'll accept them. You all. could if you have a list of the endorsements that you were planning. You can just let me know. Oh, that's I'll do, great. I'll do them Thank for you. Thank you so much. Yeah. And I'd like our listeners to know if you'd like to endorse me for anything on LinkedIn, I accept it all. <laughs> anything. I accept. I am good at that. Um, so, as maybe people have noticed, it's Christmas time. Mm-hmm. War on Christmas time. And do you guys remember what items were like the hot Christmas items growing up? Like the hot toys? You know, I really don't. Superhero underwear. Was it really? Really? When I was a kid. <laughs> We all got superhero super, and Star Wars underwear. Oh yeah, underoos. Like underoos that made you like long johns that made you glow in, in the or, dark. Or my <laughs> sister got like Wonder Woman underwear, and they make you run faster. I yeah, bet. and my brother got like Batman underwear, <laughs> and I got Yoda. Think? I remember. No, my brother got. I think I got like Yoda underwear at one point, which made me feel kind of weird. Was it like items that they couldn't find? You know, like now, like it's a hot item. I think at the time it. they couldn't find. Like when I was little, Cabbage Patch Kids. Oh, yeah. It seemed like people were going wild for those things. That's right. Like the, it would be on the news, people Do they ever around. run out of stuff anymore? It seems like I don't know. It seems they like they're run. everywhere. I don't think they do. There's so much like stuff now. Yeah. They don't even run out. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think what else would be the hot. I mean, it was like when I was a kid, we always wanted 
Well, there was all the Star Wars toys and yeah. then the, um, um, you know, like just Transformers and He-Man and stuff like that. Yeah. But I don't know. I can't remember. Besides, the first thing that pops into my mind is superhero underwear because that was <laughs> yeah. that always was associated with Christmas yeah. to me. One year I got a pogo ball, and I'll tell you, I'm not really good at sports, but I was pretty good at bouncing on that pogo ball. <laughs> Do you have a pogo ball? Mm-mm. Do you have a pogo ball? I think so. Are they one of the sit down? No, you stand on them and squeeze uh, like oh. your feet on the ball and bounce around. <laughs> and you like, love oh, yeah, it. Yeah, it looked yeah, like yeah. Saturn. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you have one of those, Scott? Yeah, I think I did. Oh, God, they were cool. But I wasn't good at any sports. I mean, I had my get-in-shape girl ribbons. Mm-hmm. Get-in-shape girl. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that nowadays, if it was like get-in-shape girl, that people would be like, you're fat-shaming our kids with get-in-shape girl? Yeah, probably. I think so, too. Yeah. I th- No, I was actually but- just thinking about... This is funny. I, it's weird. Like, you think about... Uh, I, my last podcast I was on, I talked about get-in-shape girls, uh, weirdly <laughs> enough, which is... Wow, that is weird. Uh, it is really strange, and, and I thought about that. A lot that. on one podcast. I thought about that, yeah, but <laughs> because the reason I talked about it actually was for a different reason. It was because uh, when I was a kid, the first, we were talking about how we got into recording and stuff. Yeah, and um, you remember Jason Shepard? Yeah, yeah, he was my best friend when I was a little kid, and we had a. Um, we started. I, I wonder if he still has any of them, but we started recording ourselves like this kind of. I guess it was like a comedy radio show or something called, really? called Get In Shape Boys. <laughs> and uh, that was all, we would, we would sing the Get In Shape Girl, Get In Shape Girl, boys, you got the feeling. And we would, it turned into a, some, I don't know how it turned from a commercial about a girl's workout set into a, a, a comedy radio show. That's but, awesome. And there was no I wonder rules. if he still has them. <coughs> but anyways. You should get in contact with him and see if he still has them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> I feel like it, you were always in bands growing up, though. Like, so that's something you've always done. Well. Like, because in high school. Since high school, yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, I think I was in a pretend band in college that never played songs, but I just made concert posters. So it was called Condiments and Math. I was nice. like, well, that'd be a cool band if I had any musical talent. I have lots of pretend bands, too, <laughs> where we just basically came up with a band name, and then we'd drink, and we'd be like, yeah, we're in a band. Like, uh. Scott recorded an album and produced an album downstairs here. I'll cool. Have to Recently? Yeah, recently. I'll burn it for you or I'll send you a link. It's on Bandcamp. Cool. One mine. <laughs> what do you. It was Luke Ritters. That's why I'm going to talk yeah. about it. Yeah, Luke Ritters on Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say Bandcamp. Bandcamp. Yeah. I have troubles Bandcamp. every time. Bandcamp. Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. I think I, I just talk weird, and that's one of the things I talk weird about. Um, so, your favorite Christmas memories as a kid, it involves underwear, do you think? Or is that uh, just one I of them? I never said that. <laughs> That was the hot Christmas item. Yeah. This is a different topic altogether. Yeah, it is. It is. It's true. Favorite Christmas memories. Is that what we're on to next? Yeah, we're on it now. <laughs> <laughs> can, right. can, you, can you start off so I can remember? Okay. I don't know. I liked getting into the stocking. That seemed mm, like... Yeah, getting into the stocking was yeah, fun. Yeah, and there was always things that were way down at the bottom when you think it was done. Yeah. There would be another treasure down there. But I would have such trouble sleeping. Every Christmas Eve. And you did? Yeah. Even as a kid? Yeah. Did you guys not? No. Yeah, I had trouble. Oh, I had big oh. trouble. <laughs> yeah. 
I would be up all night and then I would try to wake my parents up all the time. Did you try to wake your parents up to go down? Like, uh, to, yeah, I was definitely go. an early riser, waking them up. Yeah, I woke them up early, yeah, but I guess, did you wake them up in the middle of the night? Oh, I'd keep trying to. I'd be like, it's time, let's do it. And they were like, no, go back to bed. Yeah, and I didn't realize I need to go to bed to make this happen. I mean, I was just, woo. Did you put cookies out for Santa? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course I did, you're starving. <laughs> Who uh, ate them, or who put them away? Who knows? Santa, probably. Probably. (laughs) Holding on to that. (laughs) Holding on. (laughs) How about you? Favorite Christmas memories? Anyone else? Anyone else? Oh no! Sorry. Yeah. Who? What? (laughs) Um. I don't know. Stocking. You know. I thought of mine. What's yours? Cookies. Cookies. (laughs) Stocking. Cookies. You had. Cookies in your stocking? No. Like, you know, the cookies laying out. Yeah. Them being gone, half eaten, you know. Oh, yours real, would be real. half eaten? Looked real, really oh, real. Ours were gone. The crumbs everywhere. Like he was messy. <laughs> was there, mu- like, white mustache hairs? <laughs> Forensics. How far did they go? <laughs> there wasn't, but man, it seemed real. Magical. Yeah, yeah, magical. very magical. Very magical. Very magical. What was yours? I remembered mine, and it still is my favorite moment to this day. Um, and I'm not just saying this. Okay. This is my absolute favorite moment. So we like to tear off... Um, I Actually, so let me preface this by saying I hate it when people clean up all the wrappers from the presents right away. Yeah. you got to let the wrappers oh, yeah. lay all around the living room, right? Yeah, so that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Swimming in the wrappers. <laughs> That was always my favorite thing. It's like after you're done, you just plunge onto the floor and, and with yeah. the dog or with the kids or whoever into the middle of all the wrappers and just kind of like writhe Kick around them. and get like wrappers and tape all over you and like and just kind of like you know just have that moment of just like plunging into the chaos. Yeah. And these days it seems like everybody is always like putting the wrappers away like as they're getting unwrapped before everybody's done and you're like, no, what are you doing? <laughs> you're ruining the best part of Christmas. Yeah. That's how it was at my parents' house last year, just piles of wrappers, and then we had just gotten Cosmo, and Cosmo just went loved it. steamrolling, like yeah, cannonballing into the wrappers. That's like, the best. Yeah. That's my favorite part of Christmas. That's a good yeah, favorite part. Good Tumbling favorite in the wrappers. <laughs> now, did you guys have any, did you guys get advent calendars, the kind of chocolate in it growing up? And were you disciplined? No. No chocolate, but we had advent calendars. Oh. We had ones with chocolate, and I tell you what, somehow I controlled myself. I was really disciplined about that, but normally, wait, what I have were no you supposed to do? Just every eat day, one a day, yeah, just eat one. Advent mm. chocolate calendars, yeah. Oh God, you need one. I'll find I just, you one. I actually just enjoyed the advent calendars that just said stuff behind them. Yeah, that's what I don't know. my nieces mm-hmm. and yeah, nephews have. I'm just a nerd. Just say we stuff. didn't have that. In our house, so it was just the chocolate thing, but yeah, every day it was just like, yep, yeah, I got I, something to look forward yeah. to. I've it's always candy. been good about not opening, or not like trying to ruin Christmas with like opening presents or finding out or anything. I have definitely ruined other holidays. I mean, <laughs> my brother and I, my brother and I once ruined Easter. We got up before everybody and found all the, all this, <gasps> everything before my sister, and, and we ate, like, kind of ate most oh, no. of it and like passed out and then our parents came down and found us and we were just like in so much <laughs> that definitely happened 
But uh, I think maybe maybe that scared us off of it because the, yeah, the punishment was, was very. It, we were very we were shamed very hard. Well, for yeah, that. you'd feel bad about that. Yeah. really guilty. Yeah. Ruining Easter. Oh, Zach. For your little sister. You know. <laughs> what time Poor is Eva. Time? Is it a good break time? Do you think? Okay. So we're gonna do a break time. Okay. And it's going to be one of your songs. Okay. And you should tell us what song we should listen to, mm-hmm. and then we'll put it in here. Oh, I didn't know I had to choose the song. Well, I okay. could, but I mean... Oh, you want me to do it? Yeah. Oh, let's do something new. Um, Let's do... I just put out a new EP in July, Cool Z with, and Jay Rawls. Jay Rawls is a producer from Columbus, Ohio that I, I just did a, a five-song EP with. And let's do the song called Thang for the Yang. Thang for the Yang. Yeah. And here it comes. Okay. And tell us about it. Uh, Set it up. It's a, uh, it's a song about, about uh, just having a thing for the darkness, you know, but like, I mean, I like the light and the darkness, you know, you know, the, I think the, the a lot of people are always trying to eradicate one side or the other, you know, like everybody's obsessed with good, bad, like you got to get rid of all the bad. You got to get rid of all the evil or whatever. But it's stupid because you can't have any good without evil. You can't see the light without the dark. If you don't have contrast, then you you can't have the other thing. And so, I've always been a big advocate of just kind of like trying to appreciate all of the bad and the good in the world for as part of the same thing, you know. And so sometimes I like to set up an appreciation for the dark side of things, and that's that's what this song is. That is deep. That's mm-hmm. awesome. That makes sense. And now we're gonna listen to it, okay. and then we'll be back. Sounds so good. So enjoy. Like an imp, slap myself like a pimp in my cage at the zoo, throwing doodle like a chimp. No, I don't know why they tell me I'm a good guy when I don't give a damn if your whole hood die. I know you feel the same, that's the name of the game. You gotta find someone to blame so you can shove off the shame. Only way I know how I can still sally forth is to own so it. Love me now, cause you gonna hate me in a moment. Somebody take me back to the graveyard. Behind the tombstone is where I left my cigarettes. Somebody take me back to the graveyard. Behind the tombstone is where I left my cigarettes. Somebody take me back to the graveyard. Behind the tombstone is where I left my cigarettes. Somebody take me back to the graveyard. Behind the tombstone is where I left my cigarettes. I need it back. 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 I need it back.
It's like one Halloween when I was hiding in a pile of leaves with my best friend Street. Feeling like a raccoon, I felt the deep joy wash over me. This is how it feels to be a creature of the night. Totally. Just then, two kids in costumes came down the sidewalk. Don't talk, breeze made the branches creep. We waited till they got close enough till we could hear the breath shallow from excitement. Then I grabbed the feet, screamed tore through the night. One tried to take flight and fell face first, but that wasn't the worst. Dave jumped up, he acted trick or treat back out of the other kid's hands, and he cursed as he took a big swing and he hit the kid in the grill with his own bag of candy. And the impact burst with a shrill cry. The little guy ran into the night. Me and Dave couldn't stand upright because we were laughing so hard. Somebody Tears me back to the graveyard. Behind the tombstone is where I left my cigarettes. Somebody take me back to the graveyard. Behind the tombstone is where I left my cigarettes. Somebody take me back to the graveyard. Behind the tombstone is where I left my cigarettes. Somebody take me back to the graveyard. Behind the tombstone is where I left my cigarettes. Dark mantras fixing to haunt ya. Inhale deep on the ganja if you wanna. Cause we dangle in our legs in a lake full of piranhas. Wearing winter coats made of wool in a sauna. Hypocrite who has been hurt. Flipping ten birds like I'm totally not racist, but I love saying the N word. Yeah, I'm sure you get it. Humans love fruit that's forbidden. I forget it. I was only kidding about what I was spitting, and I've totally never watched a whole season of Flavor Love in one sitting. Because we all Jekyll and Hyde, I just happen to be in touch with my skeleton side. I just can't wait until my bleach bones wash up on the shore of your Malibu beach home. Birth of a ghost boy who get the most joy out of suffering while you cling to the ying. We are back. All right. I bet everyone loved that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We loved it. We're going to love it. We haven't listened yet. Did they take a break it. too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They took a musical break. Oh, us. okay. Mm-hmm. No, they didn't even listen to my song. They better listen they to my song. They didn't listen to my song? <laughs> they better have. No, Otherwise, just did. shut this podcast they off. They did. Shut this down. <laughs> I want you to recite the lyrics to at least one verse before we go any farther. Yeah. All right. We'll wait. All right. Go ahead. Okay. So... The news lately, I don't know if you guys have been, you know, they call things deer versus car, mm-hmm. car versus house. Mm-hmm. I think that's very strange. Scott and I discussed this because it makes it seem like it is a battle that the house and the deer agreed upon. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know about this. What's car versus house? When a car just slams into a house, house. they act like, yeah, pretty more often than you would think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they call it. Car versus house. And it's like the house wasn't mm-hmm. challenging the car mm-hmm. to a duel. <laughs> the car slammed into the house. Mm. It's car versus the world. What about like when a car slams in a McDonald's? <laughs> you want to know something? I think my dad did that when he was a kid. Really? He <laughs> through a McDonald's window. Oh my God. Yeah, I heard. I through heard the big plate glass window? Yep. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Scott's mom let him drive through the garage, right? Like mm-hmm. you were still in the car and it started going through the garage. She just yeah, let she it happen. Yeah, she put the parking brake on. And so she just started. <laughs> our old garage was like it was on our driveway was on a decline. 
And my oh, wow. sister and I were in there. My mom ran inside to get something. And she didn't. So we just like slowly rolled into the garage door. <laughs> oh, wow. Pushed it like two thirds in. That would be so scary. <laughs> Wait, Scott, you were in the car? Yeah. Were so you was the like, sister. No! Yeah, we were like banging on the glass. <laughs> that was your mom versus the garage. <laughs> It seems weird, the whole versus thing. Yeah, it's true. They didn't care. ask to be in a battle. No. Did they? No, they didn't. Mm-hmm. It makes it seem like they signed up for a fight. Mm-hmm. It's just another indicator of our transforming into idiocracy. I think. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, it's beyond a joke now. It's actually starting to get sad. Yeah. It's just like we were saying earlier about the get in shape girl and the fat shaming. It's just like I was having the time of my life with that ribbon. And if someone would have shut that down for fat shaming, I would be pissed. Yeah. I love that ribbon, and I love to dance to Power of Love in the, in the whole neighborhood. Yep. So, mm-hmm. Why would they take that away from you? They would try. They would say it was fat shaming. Yeah, That's they would. And yeah. I wasn't thinking anything about being fat. I just thought, this is pretty cool. Yeah. 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 A ribbon that twirls around in they, the air? They were like more magical. innocent day. Yeah. Oh, these kids these days. <laughs> Except for the uh, rampant homophobia and um, uh, yeah, the other, other <laughs> horrible things about the 80s, but we won't get into that. Other than that, it was magical. Yeah, it was a magical and- <laughs> time, except for the horrible classism and racism and homophobia and sexism. You guys missed it. <laughs> <laughs> you losers. <laughs> Okay, so Scott and I went to a restaurant right up the street. I don't know if you've been there. We live in the same neighborhood. She lives like three, four blocks away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Green so Meadows. We went to Cactus Bob's Barbecue. Okay. Yeah, I've been there. Dan's Christmas party was actually there for his family. Did oh. you get to meet Cactus Bob? <laughs> I didn't. Did you? No, but they have a challenge there that you can... Versus? Versus man versus meat. Oh. Yeah. And so you'd eat like some hot meat or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Hot meats. Hot meats. And then you can't drink water. And some guy was there Jeez. doing it. He looked like he was literally going to die. Why would you want to do that? Would I you want to do, do that? So- no. I don't want to do that. I want to be comfortable. Snap your picture, they put it on the wall, and then you get like a t shirt. Oh, Lord. That's what you get. You put your whole body through torture. I mean, the guy's eyes looked red like Satan. Oh, my God. They were so red because he was like burning from the inside out. Do you think if you get to a certain level of it that you get to go versus Cactus Bob? (laughs) Probably. It's like he's the boss, right? Uh, Yeah. He's He's the the boss level. He's the boss level. That tolerates the hottest of the hot. He doesn't even flinch. Cactus Bob does. He just set up a huge heap of hot meats out. Yeah. Do you think this is a whole persona that he's convinced people of, but really he doesn't even like hot sauce? (laughs) Probably. Or maybe he's he's actually uh, a homicidal maniac and he's just trying to... Really, he's trying Torture to people. kill people. Yeah, and then take photos of them. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, like little he's souvenirs. Probably, there's probably mm-hmm. the people that have actually died, and when they do, they uh, just drag the person away, take the photo <laughs> to his personal collection. <laughs> and those are the people you don't hear about. <laughs> that who, that's who doesn't get on the wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, you probably saw everything because it's really bright in there. It's so bright. Really? Like it's fluorescent lights. Yeah. I don't. I don't like the. the no, no, it's so bright. 
That sounds like a slaughterhouse or something. It's like that's what we went in, and I'm like, why is it so bright in here? Like a cafeteria. You think they get a lot of business? I don't know. Oh, you don't. It's been there. A it long seems time. really easy because you just go to the counter and then you don't have to deal with anyone because you yeah. can get your own drink and get your own yeah. styrofoam to go. Cups. Where's it at? It's like right up the street on Merle Hay Road. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's in a strip mall next to Metro Wax. Yeah, Metro mm. Wax. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there's also a building up the street that used to be a place where, like, middle-aged la- Asian ladies gave. Men hand jobs. Yeah, oh. that's right. That's right. And now it's an AC. So it's all sorts place. of shadiness. It's Asian yeah. massage. Yep. Yeah, it's an air conditioning place now. Whatever that means. Yeah, it could be anything. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of Bob's pretty cool. So what do you guys do? You guys like going to new restaurants? I do. Mm-hmm. I get terrified. Yeah. Really? Get, yeah. You don't like going. You like to go the same one. Well, I just, like, I'll do it, and I feel really exciting, like I've done something really exciting. Yeah. But yeah. I'll have to investigate it ahead of time and go look at their menu online and mm-hmm. figure out what I'm going to do and what I'm going to order so I yeah. know what I'm going to say and, like, work through my anxieties, then I'm okay. You think it's good? It's good for you to try new yeah, places? it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. It's an adventure. Yeah. I do mm-hmm. like to use Yelp. Yeah. Yeah, I like to use Yelp, too. Because you can easily come across a very horrible... Situation. I heard a <laughs> real disturbing thing though that some restaurants pay mm-hmm. for Yelp. Oh yeah, that's. I'm gonna start paying for LinkedIn endorsements. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Put a Craigslist ad up. Yep. <laughs> Just a link to my LinkedIn. Dude, this toffee is so good. Yeah. It's so good. Neighbors dropped off some toffee. Oh my god, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're going to be out of town, they said. We're going to keep an eye on things. That's nice of you So, guys. I mean, if we see someone taking all their furniture, that's that robbers. can happen, because yep. it happened last Christmas. Somebody stole all the furniture? In some neighborhood, in a couple houses, actually. Do you remember that? Yeah. Like, a moving truck just came up and then just moving took all the furniture. Moving truck took everything, and then they came home from wherever and were like, what? All their stuff's gone. Wow. I mean, wouldn't that just blow your mind? Yeah, to come back and to just come be like, back Whoa, and be like, everything's gone. I always what? assume the house is going to burn down when I'm gone, but I would be really surprised if, if all your of, stuff was gone. Yeah, instead, if all my stuff was gone instead of a yeah. burned down house. It's good to have neighbors keep an eye out and mm-hmm. be like, "Why is there a moving truck in the drive?" Because mm-hmm. you know, I think it's a real testament to that people don't know their neighbors anymore. Yeah. We I, know these. Someone else is yeah. going to have to keep track of the rest of the I have a people. really nosy neighbor that um, likes to tell me way more than I want to know about oh, what God. happened while I was gone from <laughs> Fairfield. So she's always just like, oh, this happened and this happened. And it's always sounds so dramatic. <laughs> I'm always like, well, thanks for watching the house. Just like neighborhood me. gossip. Mm-hmm. Or just like, oh, the cops have been driving so much by lately. <laughs> Somebody walked, some, this random guy, like, walked through your backyard once. Like, but she had an eye on him. Yeah, she had her eye the whole time. She's wow. just, like, binoculars to the window. So, so if a moving van came, she'd be oh, like, she would know, oh, yeah. no. Do you think she'd say something? Yeah, so I've had my friends go over there to get stuff from yeah. me many times before, and they're like, oh, I just wanted to check, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of rapper friends and stuff, so they're always kind of like, or musician friends, punk friends, and they're all just kind of, like, dressed like, you know. <laughs> and uh, and she always comes right outside when pe- those people come out. Does she talk to them and yeah, confront she's like, them? Who are you? Do you know Zach? <laughs> yeah. 
And you, normally I would be like, what are you trying to grill these people for just because they look poor? But, but she does it my to house, everyone. I'm like, but she Thanks. also does it to just everyone. Like if the cops have been driving by. Recently. It's true. She she does. She scopes the cops too, and everybody. So she has a whole list. Does she write down times and stuff? Oh, she probably would. I've, you know, I've, is she I always retired? have to break the conversation off before. Is she retired? I bet I it's a know. fun thing for her to do oh, to yeah. watch your house. Mm-hmm. She seems like, like a, a little bit of a conspiracy theorist. Oh, mm. fun! Mm-hmm. <laughs> like everybody's out to get her. <laughs> they are. So if she's listening, she probably they doesn't are. leave the house that much. Yeah. You think she's listening to this podcast? No. Right now? That'd be great. That'd be strange. That would be. She's probably got a ham radio tuned in. <laughs> no, there's conspiracy theorists with their ham radios. They do. You have to have it for the oh. apocalypse, for when the shit goes down. Mm-hmm. I don't. Um, last episode on the podcast, we talked about my work has bug out bags by all the exits, but they won't admit that they're bug out bags. But they're bug out bags. What are bug out bags? I don't even know. They, um, if you've ever seen the show Doomsday Preppers, they. I know about it, but I okay. Seen it. Well, they have bug out bags that has like walkie talkies, water, you know, the essentials for getting along. Yeah. And one of my coworkers, like, we went through it again just to see what was in it, just because we were just talking about it. There's a lot of things where it seems like we're all going to get a lot of sports injuries. He's like, are we all going to have like a football team after the apocalypse and sprain our ankles? Wasn't there like a bunch of colored markers Yeah, too? there's like multicolored Sharpies. There's like a bunch of For stuff. activities. Department yeah. specific. <laughs> yeah, department specific. <laughs> uh-huh. um, have you guys heard about the nap room at the former YMCA no. downtown Des Moines? Uh-huh. Well, okay. There used to be a lawsuit against... The YMCA because of an incident in the nap room, which you guys think is curious that there's a nap room at the YMCA? Yeah. 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 Okay. But I do think it's a good idea. This is what it was. Okay. So he said he woke up and there was some liquid on his face and it was certain that a man just jizzed on his face. Wow. (laughs) And. What? Yeah. And then he was like, it happened in the nap room. And then. But the thing is, he was like, everyone knows this is what goes on in the nap room. It's this room with no windows or anything with two beds in it at the YMCA. What? That was at the YMCA so downtown. it's not a nap room. It's not a nap room. <laughs> but see, see, <laughs> see, nap rooms are something that I wish more places had. Well, yeah, like legit, like where people... I, because I'm always just amazed at how how many places there are in America where you have to wait, where you can't lay down. Mm-hmm. Or in fact, they just legitimately are against you laying down. Like airports, they don't make benches. Yeah. There's no benches in airports. You're like, what the hell, guys? Like That is a, weird. Like they don't want you to lay because down. Because people will be there overnight, stuck there. Yeah, they just they don't care. They just want you to stay up. It's like, you know, like a junior high dance or something. Like you're, Oh, that's terrible. It's, it's horrible. You can't lay down. You can't lay down. They don't want you to Why lay do down. Why do they want America. us to it's do torture. these? Overnight dances growing up and like weird things like that. Lock ins. Yeah. What is know. the point of that? That's really strange to do like to children. To build some kind of relationships with. But why would the adults want to stay up all night and chaperone? Why would they want children to stay up all night and then be shitty for days? I mean, yeah. that was like my own private hell yeah. having to do that and stay up all I night. I never understood Yuck. it. Yeah. It's. I've never understood most of what what we're supposed to do, but that <laughs> does seem fishy. It's like, what is your goal with this? It's like, yeah. it's almost like they like these sadistic things where you're like, 
But I want to go to like, sleep. Okay, they entice you with the idea of being around the opposite sex and and, yeah. and doing lovey things, mm-hmm. but they watch you the whole time <laughs> and they make sure that you stay upright the whole time. And so you it's like can't it's sleep. like sadistic torture of some sort. Like yeah. get you ready for a life of sadistic torture. I don't know. I don't get it. That's weird. It's really strange. And I don't know if you remember, like in high school. Do you remember when the drug dog came to our school? <laughs> Uh, you were saying talking about this. I don't. I don't. I think I do remember the drug dog. Like it came for an assembly mm-hmm. where they explained like all the, the training that the drug dog did and all this and like whatever, like teaching us about the drug dog. And then they were like, and it's gonna walk through the halls and to all the cars outside. And if you even have like a seed of marijuana, it's gonna smell it and pounce on the cars, and that counts for a search warrant. So people just had to leave the school, and it's just like. You're bringing a drug dog into the school. In it, Dallas? Yeah. What are they bringing? I don't remember the drug dog, but I do remember the assemblies where they would have a, a board with all of the uh, drugs, the like, actual models of the drugs on them, you know? Yeah, yeah. They look like M&Ms and stuff like that. <laughs> and, like, you could, like, look at them and stuff. And they would, I think, I can't remember if they actually, like, were those drugs or they were just models of them or something. Yeah. To, like, painted to look like it. But I'm pretty sure they were... The actual drugs, like pills and stuff like that. Like on a board. Yeah, I do remember. It was like a weird like board with like drugs pasted to it. That's that's the only thing I remember. I don't remember the drug dog. Yeah, maybe you were graduated then, but then people just had to leave because it was just like, oh, the drug dog's coming through the school. So they had to leave because they were going out and like going around people's cars. What, what class of what were you? Uh, 97. 97, so you were only two years uh, younger than me. See, for me... I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't cool enough, but there was no drugs in my life in the center. (laughs) We had no drugs. There was not a single drug around. The the best the the the, the, once or twice we had like ditch weed with seeds in it that was so bad that it didn't even get you high, and you smoked out of a pop can or something. But we never had any drugs, so that's why we resorted to vandalism. That's (laughs) heavy heavy vandalism. I am actually an advocate for drugs for kids because otherwise they're going to break all your shit. Yeah. I know this Vandalism. from experience. Yeah. And there's nothing to do in Dallas Center, so yeah. just let people do a little drugs. Yeah. Did the dog ever find anything? It was like they went into people's cars but then couldn't find anything, but it would like jump on people's cars. But, they were but like, like the people that really here. had stuff just left. Wait, wasn't there yeah. something about maybe some now it's starting to ring a bell. Do you remember Andy McBurney? Yes. Didn't he get in trouble for having marijuana at the, in our school? And then he had to leave or something like that? It had something to do with the drug dog? Oh, maybe. Maybe this was... Because I remember side. this happening before yeah. I left. Yeah, that could be drug dog time. Yeah. I think most people escape the rat. Are we allowed to gossip dog? about uh, past schoolmates yeah. on this podcast? Yeah, we can do whatever <laughs> we want on this podcast. <laughs> but then later I thought that that was cool. He was probably like the cool guy or something. Yeah. And I just didn't know it because I wasn't cool. I wasn't. I wasn't cool either. Do you think maybe no one was cool? Did people think they were cool? No, they probably did. Yeah, I'm sure they did. I, I mean, I felt like I, 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 I was such a nerd. I just enjoyed school, you know. Yeah. So to me, it was not. I didn't really care about being cool or whatever. I was just like. I mean, I did at a certain point. I went through my want, wanting to be popular yeah. phase, but I think that was like. Maybe eighth grade through sophomore year or something like that. 
But then once I like figured in junior year, I figured out that it didn't matter anything. I was like, I just want to have fun and do what I want. Yeah. And that's when I quit all sports and got into music and stuff instead. That's a good, that's a good route. Yeah. I still remember quitting. Uh, Were people upset when you quit sports? Was yeah. it like breaking well, it to Also, you I did it at really inopportune times. Like I, I quit. I was a senior. I think I was a varsity lineman or something like I wasn't like first or but I think it was second string and sometimes yeah. I'd start off and I quit like middle of the year when we were on our way to like playoffs or something and because I was just like so I just couldn't stand that people were like crying about it and stuff I was like this people is were so, crying about it on the on the sidelines oh like God. people were just like I, I wasn't in that because up until yeah. then I was like this is like fun we can like have fun and and I would joke around and like try to like rile up the people on the other teams and just like have fun with it yeah but then I started realizing everybody was taking it way too seriously you know and everybody was like crying and like <clears throat> and screaming about stuff and I was just like this is exact this is fishy and this is yeah. I don't want to have any part of this so I quit and like I, I just remember like the teachers being so flabbergasted, like they didn't even they know what to say it. to me. I was just like, "Do you feel like they thought you you've let me down?" Well, they were. Some of them were downright like devious to me. You know, I remember some of them were just like straight up like. I remember like maybe they were giving me like bit worse grades or yeah. like or treating making things harder on me or you know like making me do like extra stuff in gym and stuff. And I was like, "This is really strange." See, like, I was never good at sports, so then like what people would say to me is. You're a baker. Why aren't you good at sports? And then I'm like, well, I'm no, I can't. Like I would try to be aggressive in basketball. It's like I, I can't sports. be. Yeah, I like I I like to actually if I could still play sports uh, recreationally for fun, I would. Yeah. But I cannot stand to watch a single second of any sport on TV or anything. It's I I hate it. It's like the worst thing. And I know that there's a lot of my friends that. I, it's something I have to live with in life because yeah. a lot of my friends, even the smartest ones, like sports. And I'm just like, I cannot believe that you don't. This is like gladiator times, mo <laughs> yeah. mongoloid, like idiotic bullshit. Well, that's I'm what, just just like, the sound of football on TV. We've talked about this before. Where the sound of football on TV, it's just like, oh, this is just awful. Yeah, it just like turns it. my stomach. Scott out. doesn't like it. He likes hockey and plays hockey, but he's told me stories about high school football. Listening to Phil Collins in the, what was it? They played Phil Collins in the dressing room before homecoming. And then the coach told them, this is the most important game of your life. <laughs> and then Scott's just like, what? Like the Phil Collins was supposed to inspire you for the important game? They had oh, all Lord. the, did they have the lights I would have just started cracking up. They had up. all the lights off and played Phil Collins. Oh, like, I can feel it coming in the air tonight? Oh, yeah. of course. <laughs> of course. What other song would it have been? <laughs> In Studio. Invisible touch. Studio. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, dude. Whoa, that's scary, dude. That, I think the scariest part of it is how out of touch people are with yeah. reality. You know, and they're like, "This will, like this will get them riled up." And you're like, "You are insane." I'm going to back slowly out of this locker room and and like make sure that you don't like tie me down and slit my throat. Right did now. other people on the team think this is great what we're doing right here? I bet oh, they did. Oh my god! I bet they did. It's just a football thing, really. It is. I played yeah, other sports and it was not like that at all. Yeah. I, I played. I did wrestling, and that was it. Didn't. I don't know. I know it was a big deal. Like when my brother quit wrestling, everyone was real mad at him. Like how you were saying, yeah. and it was just Mike, like 
My coach was definitely mad at me when I quit wrestling. Yeah. Because I was actually kind of good. Yeah, like, so was Kyle, but it was just like, he didn't want to do that, you know? And so he was just I like, I swear I'm to God, he it. almost cried. We were in the hallway, and I was like, my heart's not in yeah. it anymore. I, like, I'm sorry. And he was just like, he was, I've never, like, it was the first time I'd really seen such a just hurt, baffled look of confusion on an adult's face. Yeah. I was just like, my sophomore year in high school, and I was oh, like. Oh, God. He was like, you what? You what? And I was just like, didn't get it. Uh, no, didn't I get just it. don't want to do it. Yeah, my heart's not in it. Like, yeah. he's like, I'm going to let you think about this. And I'm not going to take, he wouldn't let me give my stuff back to him at that That's moment. That's how they were to my brother too. And it was just like, I mean, I had never experienced anything like that, but it was so hard on him. Yeah. You know, like, wow. Yeah. So that had to be so hard on you. I already everything I wanted out of it, you know, because I had yeah. a great time in junior high with wrestling. But out in high school, I was just like, you know what? I'm over this. It's yeah, like not gonna take me anywhere. That and I it's not go. what you want to do forever. Yeah, and that's when you're like, oh, I do miss it though. I like wrestling a lot. Yeah, it's really <laughs> fun. <laughs> you should do it on tour. And I dream about football too. I, but really, all I like is tackling, and I can't do that anymore. Like, I've broken so many bones. You know, yeah. like I don't need to be tackling. I'm 39 years old. You know, <laughs> this is a real change of subject, but kind of. My coworker told me. That he believes <coughs> men until they're about 25 are psychopaths. And then they cool down. <laughs> well, I think he said insane. Mm-hmm. Agree or disagree? What do you say as a man you should know? <laughs> that sounds like a weird blanket subject- like his thing. Ob- subjective yeah. <laughs> statement to me. <laughs> I think everybody's insane, personally, all the time. Well, that's what... So, I mean, I, I don't think that there's a certain period of time that a certain gender or You're a different is. kind of insane throughout your life. I think, yeah, I think older people are some of the most insane people I've ever met, you know? Yeah. I yeah. Know. I don't know. Who said that? Just um, someone I work with. He oh, was, like, okay. saying that, and then I'm like, oh, Jesus, and then he's like... And I'm not I'm a like, fan of generalizations <laughs> and blanket statements like it that. It was kind of terrifying i'm like really 99 times out of 100 times they're absolutely wrong you know yeah like i don't think you can make a blanket statement like that and have it be right you know no. it's just because who what studies have you done in your I life think he's just, you know <laughs> like i think he studied himself and he was like i was a psychopath until i was yeah. 25 yeah maybe a better statement that you should maybe as humans in general we should start making it a practice that when something occurs to us to not make to not construct a blanket statement for everybody else yeah. in the universe based on I that. Think that is, I think that we a have a, a tendency towards dogma. It's like, <laughs> God, man, I hate breakfast. Everybody hates breakfast. It's not the most important meal of the day. <laughs> it's not the most important meal. <laughs> it's everybody. bullshit. Um, Lunch sir, first. <laughs> I happen to like live for breakfast. I love breakfast. No, it doesn't matter. This is the experience that I've had. Get that's out Amer- of this that's, country. That's Americans in general to me. Is Oh, my God. I'm so sick of that shit. Uh, just like stating things as fact. It is another thing I hate about sports. It's like yeah. people are totally okay with saying this sucks or your guy sucks or whatever. It's like, no, they're really good. They're professional sports players. You idiot. (laughs) (laughs) They got paid a lot of money to do what they're doing. They're on TV. They're on TV. (laughs) You fucking suck. Anybody who says that, it is weird you that fucking people are like, suck. Think we, about it. We, we, about their sports team as um, if they are playing on the team. I know that is the thing that drives me insane too. I'm just like, you have, they don't give a fuck about you. You are not <laughs> contributing anything. 
They Next want. Them. They hope that they never hear from you. <laughs> they never want to hear from you ever. You have nothing to do with them. <laughs> have you guys? You've taken a social media break. Have you ever taken a social media break? Because I feel like everyone's taking social media breaks without me. Define <laughs> define a social media break. Where you're like, I'm not getting on to whatever social media platform. Uh, I thought you meant more like. Uh, more like you yeah, a coffee break or a pee break or something. It was like, like oh, where you're on time it. for my social media break. I'll be back for 15 minutes, guys. <laughs> that would be so it great. It could be like that. That's how a it should be medium, like. But that's what it should be like. We're on our social media break, so it's not so like not all day. always. Just a break. Yeah, that's a good that. idea. Yeah. This podcast. <laughs> plug that. Yeah, plug in that. Plug go that ahead, go ahead and plug that. No, I just mean where people are like, I'm not logging into Facebook. I do that pretty yeah. frequently. I'm pretty good at that. Mm-hmm. I, I've uh, in the year 2010, I quit everything. Like, um, and I hadn't even gotten that deep into it, but mm-hmm. I, I was completely off the grid from social media. And actually, I had like 3,000 Coolzy fans on Facebook, and I yeah. lost them all. And like, I didn't even care though. I was just like, you know what? I think this is a good idea. Like, I just and I even like stopped driving my car and stuff. I went, like, really off the grid. I was, like, riding my bike around like town. A, and Well, I call the brethren people bonnet people, you yeah. know, Dallas Center. More, just like, like- <laughs> more just like a poor punk person. <laughs> but See, uh, I've never taken a social media break, but really? I've never been like, I need a break. So I'm just like, we're having fun, maybe aren't we? Maybe you should, Casey. Yeah. Maybe you should for just like... And see what happens. I, I have enough hypochondria that I think it happens naturally for me. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be around... Com- my, like, I'm worried about my eyes as far as computers go, and I'm worried about having my phone within five feet of me. So, like, I always... Whenever I get anywhere, I usually put my phone what about five, all these microphones? five feet away from me. Microphones are great. Okay. <laughs> I love microphones. But Wi-Fi, you know, like, I, all the... I'm like one of those kooks that believes that that's just screwing you up all the time, you know, like to have your phone. I don't like ever put my phone in my breast pocket because I don't want it to be near my heart. Mm. Like I'm a freaker like that. So I, it's easy for me to take social media breaks. Cause you're because you're always on a break. You're only doing I, it like I get you're talking home about and breaks. I put it away from mm-hmm. me, you know. Yeah, and I, then you take actual social media breaks where you're like, yeah, it's my break, daily, I'm on it. On a daily. Yeah. And Plus I like day. trees and houses and nature and stuff like that, so I'll... I'll go out and like without my phone and just walk around and look at houses and trees and stuff. And just stuff. look at the world. I like that. See, that's what that's why I was like, maybe I'm the problem because I've never been like I'm taking a break. Let's I'm try like, it. Try it. Mm-hmm. All right. Report give it a whirl. Back. You might be in too far. Back. You never know. You think I'm in too far? <laughs> Sometimes if you're should in I too go f- from like one like take a break from Twitter for five days and then take a break from Facebook for five days or well, should I take me, a break from both? Give me an idea of how much you're on these things on a daily basis. Well, um, like, okay, the other day I drove by a Trump sign, Mm -hmm. and then I'm like, oh, this is fun. I don't want to share this with everyone. Mm -hmm. And then so I put it on Facebook. Yeah. And then sometimes I take pictures of Cosmo, and I'm like, nope, won't people love this? I'm going to put it on Facebook. I don't think that's too active. That's not bad at all. Oh. Do you feel like you're on there, though, just looking? Yeah, I I mean, are you scrolling the whole day? I feel like I have... That's what I feel like it's fun. Like, mm-hmm. you know, even though that one girl's talking about cleaning her anus all the time, that's funny. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I've never been like, this is too much. But it's just like, I'm having fun, you know. There's mm-hmm. two things I think to watch out for. Okay. Um, one, <coughs> checking your notifications too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're constantly. <coughs> I think if you check your, multiple, your notifications uh, more than like 10 times a day, maybe. That's maybe a little too much. 
or if you are, which I think most people do probably, mm-hmm. uh, or scrolling all, you get non, you, sometimes I get caught in the loop when I'm bored or like whatever at an airport. Do you like click on you, people's things and go into like little holes into it? Or do you I just think scroll? that's cool. I like oh. the wormhole effect. Yeah. But for me, like. it's mm-hmm. more like surfacey. It's like, I'll go into Twitter, check my notifications, scroll for a while, come out, go into the next thing, follow wherever the notifications are, but then I'll start going around the same patterns. And I'm still I'm still sitting in the same place, back to Twitter, back to Facebook, back to, you know, like Facebook pages, back to Instagram, back to Tumblr. But then I start going around but again. But you have to have things to go on to your coolz.net. <clears throat> yeah. Well, so that's when it starts to feel like it's draining my soul. Yeah. Is when I, start, I make like three rounds through everything and I'm still sitting in the same place. I'm like, I just need to set this aside and look at the things around me. You know? mm-hmm. So I don't know. But it depends. Is that what yeah. you're like or no? I mean, do That's you get that I deep like... into it? Or, I mean, a lot of people are probably like yeah, that. Yeah, you know? I don't know. Like, you know, people will post quizzes and I'll take them and I never post my results, but I'll just, you just know, sometimes I'll take quizzes if they're up there. Or mm-hmm. like if people have articles, I'll like go in and read yeah. them. I don't know. I, also, I feel like there's news things on there. For I don't me. post. I don't. I also don't post nine tenths of the things that I think of are right. Yeah. Like I'll write nine. Seriously, nine out of the ten tweets, uh, I delete before I tell. I I tweet them. I'm like, you know what? I don't need to post that. You know, and I'll just like delete it. I don't know. And I sometimes I will like actually mad at myself because I feel like. I, content is like everybody wants yeah. so I, I feel like i should just be posting everything because everybody else is sloppy as crap <laughs> I, I have this problem in the world today where i have high standards for my output mm-hmm. and i feel like nobody else does yeah. <laughs> so i'm like constantly just like tra- like editing myself <laughs> and, and worrying about editing myself and then i feel like everybody else is just no one else farting is and like putting it up and i'm just like one time Maybe Scott I should just me, be like that. I want to be more like that. Yeah. Like, I asked Scott, I'm like, should I tweet this? And he's like, if you don't think you should, then don't. I'm like, mm-hmm. All right. that's a, yeah, that's good. Yeah, Solid that's good advice. advice. Definitely. If you have to question Solid it, yeah. no. So oh, then, that's what I always think. You the wild beast over there. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do a few box yeah, questions, Val? Yeah, sounds good. Okay, so we just do questions from hey. the box. Okay. They're called box questions. This is a good one. This is a good <laughs> one. Aptly named question. Yeah. <laughs> What was the Where most... did the box come from, if you don't mind me asking? Um, is we it actually a, got from one an of ancient them? tomb or something? It's from Egypt. Probably. Ancient Egyptian. These it's questions, from a sister from Egypt these for Christmas. <laughs> are deep. So get ready. Okay. <laughs> what was the most fruitless thing you've done to make yourself happier? I mean, sometimes you don't... I'm not really sure what these mean. Mm-hmm. It's hard. No fruit was involved. <laughs> fruitless, yep. I'll tell you. No fruit. Sometimes I like buying as seen on TV things because yes. it's fun. And I feel like I know this is bullshit, but it's fun to be like I'm on an infomercial. Yeah. And then I got those foot things that are supposed to take the toxins out of your feet. And it's just like, hey, I'll do this. I know it doesn't do anything, but and it was fruitless, but I put things on my feet. <coughs> it was fruitless. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't believe toxins came out my feet, but. It was fun. Maybe they did. Uh, I doubt they did, but yeah. (laughs) What Um, about you? Either of you. I don't know. (laughs) Sometimes I read these and I'm just like, I don't know. Fruit isn't... See, a lot of my problems with these kind of questions is that I see the spectrum range of like 
not just black or white, but like the, all the gray in between. And I'm like fruitless. Well, fruit is in the eye of the beholder, you know? Like, was it fruitless to me in what way? Like, I feel like everything... I mean, I'm like the kind of person that believes that everything is maybe meant to happen or everything is mm-hmm. for some sort of reason, whether I can see it or not. So nothing. So, it's, so nothing so, so is So for fruitless. me, I don't really feel like anything is Nothing's too enough. weird. Nothing's too fruitless. Too fruitless. Yeah. 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 I don't like that word fruitless. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really. I'm not feeling it. I'm not with it either because it's, it's a subjective term, you know? It's like mm-hmm. fruit, it can be, I mean, it, it's it's a good and bad term. Where do what, you think it came from? Fruitless? Like a fruitless tree? Greece. Like, I'm just assigning countries to Probably. <laughs> like oliveless? Like yeah. an olive fruit tree? Yep, it had no olives. Olive fruitless. Olive fruitless. That's the, that's the origin of that word. Right. I think with a lot, um, a lot of questions, and I used to get in so much trouble uh, in college with my professors because I would analyze their questions and explain to them why they were va- too vague, mm-hmm. you know, and why they needed to use uh, different words or they had poorly chosen words. <laughs> and uh, and this is the way I feel about a lot of questions like this. But we'll this see. We'll see if this next this one, next one's going to turn your I mind just, around. I don't know. I just want to read the what the back of this says. Okay. okay. In general, the ways that we try to increase our level of happiness are completely ineffective. There you go. That's maybe, positive. Now, maybe it's the positive. word "try," <laughs> the word "try" being involved. I think with the way that, the ways that we try, because maybe I try. could agree to that. Because maybe it's all not about necessarily trying. Just like but your just Oda, Yoda underpants. It's there is no try, only do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go. It all comes back around to yep. those. It does. What goal are you making progress with? Ugh. What goal are you making progress with? Well, I feel like I'm making good progress on my Christmas shopping. Oh, that's good. That's a goal. Yeah. Because it's done. It is? Oh, yeah. I'm jealous. There wasn't a lot to be done. Good I job, did it though. And it's over. Good job. Is it wrapped? As you can see, none of mine are no. wrapped. No. Okay. They're not. Well, but... I'm not that far behind. That's a good goal to have. Yeah. Wrap them. Mm-hmm. So you can throw them on the yeah. floor and dive yep, and in. swim. Yes, you know? and then so you can unwrap them. <laughs> what about you? Um, what goal are you making progress with? I think I'm doing good with reducing my anxiety. Yeah. I've been, it's been a goal of mine of the last few years, and I think slowly but surely... I, and it's not necessarily like I'm doing certain things. Mm-hmm. It's just the, like my I've been like be more mindful. Just trying to go down past to create less anxiety. Maybe yeah. I don't know. That's what mm-hmm. I'm been going to acupuncture. I went uh-huh. today actually. Yes. You know, because I have depression and anxiety, and I think it's helped a lot. That's I don't know. It's pretty cool. I discovered vape pen. Yeah, vape pen has changed my life. We CO two oil extracted vape pen. I was just telling my mother about this. Uh, I'm I've I have a weed card in California and yeah. I hadn't been smoking for like two years. But uh, I was over at my friend's house and he uh, told me to try it and I tried it and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> and then I tried it again. And I was like, wait a minute. And then I tried it for like three or four days and I'm like, you know what? This is me- this is the medicine I've been looking for mm-hmm. my whole life. It's got all the good stuff from weed without all the bad stuff. 
and it kind of has almost like a mild Valium effect to it, you know? Oh, yeah. And nice. it just, but it doesn't have any of the carcinogens. It doesn't have any of the overly high, like, paranoia. It doesn't have any humps to get over. It just calms you Like, down. when I used to smoke towards the end, I always had this hump of, like, getting way too high and, like, yeah. psychedelic and then having to come back down from it, you know? But it's it's just, like, it's the shit. So about a month before I, I left on this tour, I was using it daily, and... Man, that was it. Was like the icing on the cake of the anxiety reduction. That's good you know, for me. That is so good. I yeah. needed it. I miss it. I want to go back to my vape pen. Yeah, you'll be back soon. What's when are you going back? Uh, Wednesday. But see, you've been fine without it, like going around. That's what somewhat, that's, somewhat. Yeah. But I've also I'm sick right now. Oh, I'm I'm not. I'm over the sickness. <laughs> uh, but you know, I still have a head cold. Obviously, yeah. you can hear. But uh, I got sick from it. I ended up doing a bunch of stuff, like smoking a bunch of cigarettes. And, yeah. You know, just things to replace it, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, what goals? What goal are you making progress with? Yeah, I would say, you know, like him, my anxiety, depression, like trying to do things. And like the acupuncturist is saying like, um, she's like, eat some vegetables, try some new things. And then it's like, I almost want to make her proud of what I'm doing. I don't know. Like, so then I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this because she told me to. That's great. Yeah. But it's like, you know, she's a real, she's real nice. I gave her some cookies today. I don't know if that's against the rules of (laughs) acupuncture, but. I don't think it is. I I think that was a good idea. Yeah. Fuck the rules. (laughs) But no, I think it's been helping. Okay. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So now we move on to our plug time. Yep. Oh, and also I wanted to say I'm not successful in this part of my anxiety and problem, but I bite my fingers, like the skin on my fingers, and if anyone listening, I don't know if someone is doing some study on mental cases and is studying me, but I bite my fingers, give me some tips to stop doing it. You don't bite your fingernails? No, I just bite, like, the skin on my fingers Mm Mm-hmm. Really bad. Have you tried that stuff that you can put on and it tastes bitter? So you're like... I don't think anything would stop me. And it's like I'm not you only don't. doing it when I'm anxious, but I'll do it when like <coughs> nothing is going on. Anytime. And I've read about it and it said it's supposed to... It's like people do that to regulate their moods. It's like if they're bored, it's a stimulant. And then if yeah. you're anxious, then it brings you down. It's like a mood stabilizer. And I'd like to stop because it's disgusting. What if you put like caps on your fingers? I do wrap band-aids around them sometimes. Does that work? Mm-hmm. But then everyone's like, why do you got band-aids on all your fingers? Yeah. Well, I, I, I was actually, I'm glad you mentioned that because that was, it's one of my worst habits in life is not the skin, but my actual fingernails. Yeah. I've, I've bit my fingernails I and to the point where I am, um, they bleed like my whole life. And, yeah. Um, yeah. And I do think it's like some sort of mood regulator thing. And, but... I don't know. It's kind of like I've been of this weird mindset lately where, where I don't necessarily believe. I know. I guess every person is different. But I don't necessarily believe like it's about eradication or about mm-hmm. like versus like combating. <laughs> you know, it's like me versus my my <laughs> my fingers. I think this is. <laughs> I think this is the wrong, a wrong way to look at things that everybody has and why nobody can quit smoking cigarettes or yeah. doing anything is because they're like, no, battle, me versus this. Like, but, it gets too much in your head. Like, so, because when I, I recently was able to just 
I, my whole life, I'm 39 years old, I've, mm-hmm. I've bit my fingernails horribly to the point where they get infected and, like, bloody. Yeah. And it's gross and horrible. Mm-hmm. And and I could not stop doing it. It was just mindless. I just mm-hmm. kept doing it. And, um, and I just somehow gravitated in, like, just from, you know, just like, please, just like, I don't want to do this again, you know? Yeah. And, like... You know, and then all of a sudden, one day, I stopped, and for uh, two or three months, I didn't bite my fingernails, and they grew long. And I actually, for the first time in my life, had to buy fingernail clippers and was using them regularly for three, four months, you know. And I'm like, wow, this... And I, to tell you the truth, I don't know if I did anything differently. I just, like... I think that things just happen when you... It's more about being relaxed and more... And just... Letting things like, do you think flow. when I like help, like when my anxiety goes down, mm-hmm. it's just gonna yeah. stop? Yeah, probably. I think so too. It's not about because you're creating more anxiety by doing that, you yeah. know. Because I, I mean, I see it with my mom, like trying to commit quit cigarettes, or everybody that tries to quit cigarettes, and you know, every it's like, um, um, Kate, uh, my girlfriend, yeah. Belly Belt, she when I met her, she stopped. She was on, uh, she was like on an Adderall and a couple other pills and uh-huh. stuff, and she quit cold turkey and was just like, didn't even make a big deal out of it really? at all. She just like never mentioned it. I just noticed one day that yeah. she stopped taking their, her pills, and I'm like, is it's that like? Are you all right? Like, place. are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, you're just gonna stop. She's like, yep. Oh, that's like, good. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, you kind of kick ass. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how anybody else that can do that, you know? Yeah. So it wasn't so, even like she was like, by this date, I'm going to stop. like, no, I'm going to stop this now, you know? It's like, done. For yeah. some reason, it leaves a weird, feel, fishy feeling in the pit of my stomach mm-hmm. whenever whenever any, I want them to stop talking about how they're going to quit doing yeah. something right away. Whenever anybody tells me, they're like, well, I'm going to quit my cigarette. I'm going to lose weight. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. I'm like... That's fine, fine, fine. I don't want to know about it. Like, yeah. don't talk to me about it. Just because do because it, I don't want to hear about be your failure later. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about mm-hmm. it. Don't put this on me. This is you. Yeah. You know, so, like, I don't know. That's that's my opinion. I don't know. I, I mm-hmm. agree with that. I agree. Yeah. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yoda. I'm going to just do it, too. Mm-hmm. And Let's do it. I will. <laughs> you will. Once I get to the point, it's just going to happen. You, just, yeah. you will just realize it's an easier thing than you thought yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. And okay, what time are we at? Okay, it's plug time. So we want to plug first off our BFPs. This is our best friends in podcasting, Cold Sweats Podcast. We yeah. will be seeing them. I'll be seeing them on the twenty sixth, post Christmas. So I'll keep everyone posted on how that goes. Okay. And um, download Luke's album on Bandcamp. Great. And go get your haircut by TJ, tjspurgeon.com. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then obviously, Zach is going to have some plugs. Mm-hmm. And then I would like Scott to close it up with some hashtags if he can. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Zach. So you don't have any plugs? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. What about your work? Mom, plug it. I don't know. Mm-mm. Just plug what you do helping people. Helping people. I want to plug help people. Yeah, that's, I just want to plug that. <laughs> All right. What's, All right, Luke. Yeah. Or Luke. Zach, sorry. Oh, I'll just go back to say that I make music as mm-hmm. Coolzy. It. It's spelled C-O-O-L-Z-E-Y. Mm-hmm. And you can Google that. And mm-hmm. you can we go just found out what Google was. And yeah. you can find that's all my search music engine. on me. everything. And if you That's want, unreal. you could listen to it for free, and that even helps me because if you like it, 
that helps. Um, and you can even let me know about it. Mm-hmm. And you could, you know, do all the little social media things. You mm-hmm. could like it. I'm a pretty friendly and responsive person. If you find me online, you can uh, talk to me. You could find, I'm sure you could probably even find my phone number through Google somehow. <laughs> I know all my stuff is on there. But I'd rather you didn't call me, but you can text me if you want. Uh, yeah, email we agree. me. No calling. Uh, email me is preferred. Um, but, anyways, yeah, just to go let, listen to some music and have some fun with it. And you're you going to love it because it's really awesome. I love your music. I'm oh, so proud you. of you. Thank you. And Scott's got some hashtags. This is what someone hashtagged on a picture. Mm, okay. And so maybe this is a reason to quit social media. I don't know, but we'll just close it up with these hashtags. Okay. These are all on one photo. Okay. I went to high school there. I think she's a nurse, but she's also a bodybuilder. Mm, okay. So this is a picture of her like flexing the whole side of her body all at once. Okay. okay. It says, so, training legs three times a week for the last month and recently saw my hammies rounding out. Exclamation, exclamation. A surprised emoji, happy emoji, clapping emoji, strong arm emoji. Love the aesthetic look of the glute ham tie-in, laterally and posteriorly. Holy heck, it takes some work. Booty smile coming in strong. Exclamation, exclamation, (laughs) yikes emoji. Apple emoji? I don't know what the hell that is. Hashtag Apple booty. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Okay. okay. Hashtag NPC. Hashtag NPC bikini. Hashtag RN. Hashtag nurse. Hashtag ER nurse. Hashtag workout. Hashtag fitness. Hashtag get fit. Hashtag glutes. Hashtag weightlifting. Hashtag lifestyle. Hashtag healthy. Hashtag training. No. Hashtag dedication. (laughs) Oh, my God. Hashtag girls with muscle. Hashtag lift heavy. Hashtag Jim. There we go. Have a good I think day or night. A, I think that's a great end. reason to take a break from social media. Yep. yep. That's not happening on mine, though, but she should take a break. I'm, f- I'm afraid she to hashtag. Should. Oh, a hashtag about I this podcast. <laughs> because I would get a whole bunch of spam people if I hashtag. Oh, yeah. So I just I stopped hashtagging in general. I only do it for a joke every once in a while. Yeah, she's getting all kinds of hashtags. <coughs> wow. I like to hashtag myself young executive. Right. Yeah, if you have like a signature hashtag. Yeah. So that's okay. <laughs> it's like a signature. It is. Signature. It's my signature. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Okay, Thank see you. Us. Bye. Bye. Right click.